Hello, hello, Sean. This is officially our first episode as the Inner Thread Podcast. You look completely different. <laughs> I feel completely different. <laughs> I feel more authentic. <laughs> our new website launches in January, and we're going to have a whole bunch of awesome stuff on there from meditation seats to sustainable bamboo t-shirts and crop tops and joggers and hoodies. So we're really excited for that. It's coming in January. In a few weeks, we'll announce more. And if you buy a couple of things, maybe Sean can survive in another year. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so for this episode, it only feels right since it's the end of the year. This is the last podcast of the year. People tend to reflect more as the year closes out. At least I'm doing a lot more reflecting around this time. This is usually the time people make these New Year's resolutions and decisions. And even even if you don't like the New Year's resolution program, which I know a lot of people resent it, you can't help it. When something ends and something begins, you usually kind of reflect. So I feel like there's going to be some reflection for quite a few people. What I like to to do in my life and I would like to suggest for people to do is to have more intention in their life. What do I mean by it is that you put up a big intention, you know, beginning of the year, maybe you make several intentions of what do you want to achieve this year? How do you want to be this year? What do you want to change in your life? But it's really hard to look at a full year and do that. So to make it easier, I make an intention every day hmm. that's tied up to the bigger overarching intentions you know, like so, smaller intentions that help you get closer to the bigger ones it's very hard to take this huge monumental tasks it feels overwhelming sometimes and um too much and it feels like you can't even achieve it but can you make a little change every day or can you try at least to be in a certain way every day and i believe intention is a very important way of being it's if we bring that into our life then things can really change and we really live the way we want to live because if you just wake up and go about your business, you're reactive. And when you have an intention, you kind of look at things before you actually react. So what's reactive? You know, I think you just, you see people, something, somebody say something. Let's just say, you know, you want to be more humble. Okay. And if you don't, you know, you say that beginning of the year and then you tend to forget about it. You know, and here and there maybe you remember. But if every morning you kind of meditate on it for a few minutes saying, you know, I want to go to the world, just be more humble. And something happened with someone. It's someone says something to you that normally will activate you, and you can take a deep breath and say, "But well, I want to be humble about mm. it." And like you know what? Yeah, maybe you're right, and let me think about it. And you know, you just can respond differently. We have patterns in our brain that are set. You know, we have deep beliefs that are set when we are younger. Yeah, that we build over years and years. It usually gets formed actually in our younger, younger mm. age. Uh, those are the deepest beliefs in what we call the core beliefs and that happens in a very young age three years old four years old five years old and all the way to teenage years and you know they keep shifting during our life but they're they're, they're really deep when they're early on so the patterns in our brain are kind of formed then when you mature and grow up and become older there's a way to change it but it's not easy you need to create kind of a new structure so let's say you're reacting in a negative way to some things in your mind and that's kind of automatic. It's just happening. You don't even think about it. Something happens, you react. Mm-hmm. Somebody says something, you react. And you feel some, something in your body, you feel something in your uh, psyche, and you react uh, automatically. There's no separation between the action and the reaction. Part of the healing process, part of the growing process is noticing those things. Noticing that, you know, oh, you know, I'm very reactive. I don't want to be like that. And when it's happening, you're noticing that you're reacted. So that's already a good 
place because that's a, what we call the awareness. The awareness in, to yeah, it, yeah. Right? So some awareness comes. The next step is more like thinking about, oh, you know, today when that person told me whatever he told me, I reacted and I didn't like it. So now there's like that understanding of the awareness. Then somebody says something, that's the next level. Somebody says something and you can catch yourself before you react. Like normally I would jump on it and now I'm like, no, I don't want to be like that. You take a deep breath and you say something else. When I can feel like I'm responding reactively, it happens so fast. I lose control of my ability to manage stuff. When I'm not as reactive, I guess I feel more comfortable with myself. Absolutely. So then there's what we want to create with the intention of change is a space between the reaction, whatever happens, and how you react. So if there's a few seconds of space... That can give you the time to come to a place of where, how you want to be more, and slowly, you know, when we this is this is kind of the theory, but what's really happening in the brain is that you're creating a new structure of neuropaths to to be. Mm-hmm. You're like being different, and you're changing your personality, you're changing your behavior, and that's a positive change if you like doing it, which is much nicer for you in the world. But it's very hard to do it without an intention. So, you know, people that really are set in their ways, sometimes I actually say, write all the ways you want to be. Like a credo about yourself. Mm-hmm. Write the ways you want to be. I am a person that is patient, is loving, is uh, caring, is communicating well. Whatever, let's say, you want to be, you write it and you put it somewhere in your room that every morning you can see and you say it out loud. Mm. I am a person that, a, B, C, D, E. Yeah, like at the end of your meditation, you can just like... You make a commitment to yourself. And sometimes it looks like it's maybe far. You're not that person, but you want to be that person, right? Yeah. So imagine you're doing that and you're going out to the world. You just said it this morning and something happened. And normally you react one way, but you're a person that is patient. Mm. And you're, so you, it changes your behavior. It changes mm. your way of being. By starting to like build that neural pathway. Exactly. Just trying something else and seeing that the world is actually reacting really well to it and slowly building that structure. The first structure will not ever disappear. It will always be there. But if you're building a more comfortable structure, you're going to start using it more, become deeper and more usable in your brain, then the other one will fade away. And yeah. only when you're really highly stressed, it will come to action. Earlier this year, I went through some big therapy changes and I felt like I was pulling out of my old operating system and starting to build a new one. Like you said, like I wasn't, I didn't want to do things the old way anymore. And I started to focus on like this new way to be that was less reactive. And there was a part, there was a phase in between where I was in neither of them. Like something would happen, a situation would happen that would trigger me or like activate me usually. And I could see both options in front of me. Like, this is how you usually would have reacted. And then this is how you can react. But it wasn't native yet to, like, react this new way. Exactly. And I wasn't, I had too much awareness to go back to the old way. Exactly. And I was in this weird in-between state. So that's a state of awareness. Like, you see what's going on. You see what's going on. But you're still not trained or know how to react well to it. But at least that's a really big step, by the way. That first step of awareness is really huge. So for some people, it's frustrating because they can see it and they're like, well, but I'm still I'm still not doing what I want to do. And I re- got to say, the minute you recognize it, it's a huge, mm. huge step. It's like, you know, AA, you stand up and say, hi, my name is Duran and I'm an alcoholic, right? Mm-hmm. Why? Bring the awareness to it. Like, no, Don't escape it. Yeah. So this is the reality. You're bringing it out of the shadows, basically. And that's bringing it out of the shadow. That's like the awareness. And that's the thing. It's like the fact that stuff comes out of the shadow and it's noticed 
it's a huge, huge moment. People want it to be the moment of change, but just, just the first moment, and it's a big, big moment. The real work begins where you can see it and slowly react differently to it. But don't discount or be discouraged about just noticing it because that's actually quite... Because until now, you probably were not even aware. It mm-hmm. just happened automatically. You thought that this is who you are, and this is coming from an authentic place. It wasn't. It's coming from a wounded, yeah. small self that's fragmented, that's not actually who you want to be or who you are. I mean, it's a piece of you, but it's not the, the tribe member that you want to drive the car right mm-hmm. now. I'll, I'll share my part of therapy because I feel like it's helpful to have an example, but I'm someone who's a people pleaser and I always want everyone to feel good around me because then I'll associate that with them liking me. Like they think about being with me and it always feels good. They'll like me more. And so I would always try to manage conflict around me. It could be two of my friends and it had nothing to do with me, but I was still trying to fix it. After doing a bunch of therapy, I brought a lot of light to this and I started to see it when there was conflict around me, my body would tense up or I would have the urge to say something to like try to mend the situation. With like a little more awareness, I was catching myself before and I was like, don't do it. And now it's to the point where I've practiced it enough times where when it happens around me, I can like feel oh conflict. I want to fix it. Nope, I'm not going to fix it. And I let it go. I'm like, that's not my job. I can be here. I'm enough already. And I just, and I let it pass. Right. And that's beautiful because this is came from a place of understanding where it came from and knowing that that's not true. I mean, this was the lens that was in front of your eyes. There was some sort of a filter that you saw things certain way, but you moved it. Mm-hmm. It got removed. And now you still have that, oh, that's not comfortable, but I know where it came from. And, I, and that's the one is you got space, right? This is putting space. There's a space between what happens and you're reacting. Mm. And now in that space, you actually bring that new knowledge of what's really going on and say, no, and yes, I want to jump in, but this is just an old habit. That's not what I need. Mm-hmm. It's not what they need. And that whole habit coming from a very young place, let's say you're very young, Sean, yeah. that doesn't have conflict, or maybe your parents had some conflict or whatever. I had a spicy Israeli father. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So back to the original conversation yeah, let's bring it about back. to intention and about the end of the year. I would not do what I do if I didn't believe people can change. Believe you can change. Believe you can get better. If you feel like you're stuck with things forever, you're wrong. You can definitely change. How do you change? You make an intention of things that don't work in your life and how you want to change them. And that big intention, you break into a daily intention of how you want to be in the world, how you want to step up to the world. And you can slowly turn that around and those beliefs can disappear and you can feel much freer, happier, calmer, centered, in your life decide like the direction you want to go have an intention around this this thing you want to achieve in your life or whatever it is but then break it down and spend time with it every day spend a little bit of time with it every day if you listen to this podcast and you're a meditator it's really helpful to do spend some time with those intentions like at the end of your meditation when your mind is really at peace and quiet having that intention for the year for whatever you want for growth coming back to it every day sitting with it feeling with it because like you said your brain is like reprogramming in that time to give you another option in those situations when they arise. My understanding of awareness is creating space between the action and the reaction and having the time to see what's actually going on and not believe that this is the, the reality. I think it's about us realizing this, realizing that there's a certain truth that we believe in 
that may not be the truth and be flexible about saying, maybe that's not the truth. Maybe people don't hate me. Maybe, maybe I'm not small. Maybe I'm not someone that you can ignore. And all those beliefs that we have in our head, can we let go of that and see things from a different place by looking at why do we feel this way from our younger age, where we got hurt to th- that, or we got pushed into feeling this where way. Where that belief formed, yeah. Exactly. And realizing that now that we are older, we probably don't need that anymore. That belief doesn't work for us anymore. It was a way to survive it's in the world. We just can let it go. Mm-hmm. And we have a different way of being. And the only way to do it is with awareness, with intention, awareness, spaciousness, and change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're touching on some big stuff right there. Yeah, it's not something that's so easy for people to do by themselves. Mm-hmm. You usually need help there. You know, the very minimum, a close friend, uh, someone you feel very comfortable with. But basically... The better way is some sort of deep therapy, mm-hmm. process therapy that can take you to the cause of the, the feeling that you're getting, Yeah, the cause of all those reactions. So let's wrap this episode up. Let's do a little recap here. Basically, what we're saying is that at the end of the year, we have a lot of reflection and we identify things that maybe we want to adjust in our lives. And so a great way to do that is create intentions around areas you want to see growth and taking those intentions and turning them into little bite-sized daily moments that you can sink into, really feel, and be with every day, come back to, so you can create some space and bring awareness to those parts of your life. On that note, we're winding the year down, so we wish you all an incredible close to 2021. It's been a very interesting year, two years, but in all of this turbulent times, there's a lot of opportunity for growth. The things that we feel are usually uh, harder to hide, so... You know, this is an invitation to look at some of the stuff and bring in the new year with some intentions, create some space and bring some awareness to our lives so that we can live more connected from within. Sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) Happy New Year. We'll see you guys in 2022.